Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you listen to this podcast. This is your guy, Larry, the host of Black Nerds Podcast. That's right. So what is this podcast about? It's about video games. It's about um, news and tech, tech news, and also movies. So you just tune into um, the wonderful Black Nerds Podcast worldwide. No, <laughs> I wish I was um, um, that popular. But anyway. Um, just a simple guy out of Sacramento, California, enjoy making podcasts. And so this is um, this is a local podcast here in, here from your guy, Larry. So um, this episode, I'll be talking about, um, first of all, my movie review or my own personal review of watching uh, Hobbs and Shaw. And uh, I'll talk a little bit about that. Also talk about the movies that are coming up in the month of August, um, things that, that you know you might want to take a look at and see, um, or you know just kind of you know something that you you know want to know if you know what's going on at the movies. And so I kind of drop some some actual notables that you can kind of check out. Maybe check out some trailers and stuff on those. And then the next thing I talk about is um, Nintendo stuff. So or yeah, tech news. I believe it's like tech news in there. So Samsung Galaxy, um, the Samsung Galaxy event, uh, they call it Samsung Unpacked. Well, that came, that was uh, uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. So this is really fresh news. And um, just to be announced last, uh, last yesterday, I mean, in New York. And this was about the Samsung Galaxy S, the Samsung Galaxy Note 10. Excuse me. I keep saying, want to say Galaxy S, but it's the Note. So it's a bigger size phone. Um, the Note and also the um, the Note 10 and the Note 10 Plus. So I have some news on that, guys. Um, Samsung really, really did a, a, f- spend, a fantastic job. Um, I'm really liking this phone a lot. So I want to kind of talk a little bit about it and give you the details about that. Also, um, have you seen jump bikes in your city? Well, here in Sacramento, California, we're starting to see jump bikes. What are they? They're these little red or these red bikes that people are riding around and they they're, they're red and then there's also scooters so i talk a little bit about that yes it's a little bit crazy but um yes i do talk about that as well as nintendo are you a nintendo fan do you have a nintendo switch is your joy con do you have joy, the joy con issue called the, the joy con drift no it's not a it's not a dance it's not a a drift as in uh, car drifting but it's actually a dysfunctional thing that's going on with your switch i talk a little bit about that and also the class action lawsuit yes they were being sued um by a, there's a group or a series or, or a, a law group that's going after Nintendo on behalf of that. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Did it get resolved and everything else? So sit back and relax and enjoy the, this new episode of Black Nurse Podcast. Hey, so I got a chance to check out one of one a movie that I have been anticipating on seeing, which is um, Fast and Furious uh, presents Hobbs and Shaw. So uh, my uh, immediate reaction, of course, I, I went into this movie expecting a lot of action and uh, I wasn't disappointed. Um, there was a lot of action. 
from beginning to end. There was, I would say, a few patient patient issues, but it wasn't a lot. You know, that wasn't a lot. Um, I enjoyed um, Jason Statham, um, his character, and uh, The Rock, and also Idris Elba. They all they all did pretty good. Um, I really enjoyed just the roles that they played and stuff like that. Um, Idris, you know, I mean, I. I I had well Idris his character was really overpowered so in other words he you know he there was no way that that um they would get they would get rid of him there's just no way they would have um so I'm not going to give any any spoilers um normally when I do these reviews uh especially early on in the movies only ran maybe say a week or so I I pretty much kind of try to stay away from the spoilers um you know giving the movie away so um and so pretty much the movie was was good um they did go a lot of places so there was a lot of different locations that they went to so that was uh that was pretty good that was i mean it was different and so um but i did the storyline was was actually pretty good too um it left it i will say it left it open ended ended to where we know that there's a possibility of another say Hobbs and Shaw movie where possibly these two hook up and that's all I'll say we'll reveal about that okay um let's see uh other than that I would say if you're if you plan on going to see the movie or going to see this movie, um, if you plan on going to see the theaters, um, try to go and catch it. If you if you have money for a a XD the XD version, meaning the or the Dolby Cinematic version, uh, go check it out. It's a lot of explosions, a lot of action, a lot of you know just a lot of. Uh, you know, uh, action oriented stuff, uh, fighting. There's a lot of fighting in it too, as well. And, um, I think you enjoy yourself. Um, don't take this movie very seriously. Don't, don't take it as, you know, like, you know, like, like, how can they do this or something like that? I mean, I think that, uh, it's, this is a movie that is to be enjoyed for what it is. And I think that it, I think it'll do pretty good. I don't think it's going to, um, just rock the box office, so to speak. But I, I do think that it's it's going to be a pretty good movie um, in the long run. So my recommendation is, yeah, go check out Hobson Shaw and um, and and enjoy yourself. Grab a big thing of popcorn and some soda and and enjoy yourself and have a good time with this movie. So um, I want to. Um, I'm I'm kind of late putting this podcast out, but. I want to go over a few, um, just a few of the uh, movies that are coming out in August that you would want to look forward to seeing. Um, one, I want to uh, let's see this weekend, uh, Dora the Explorer and the Lost City of Gold. I really believe that this movie is going to take a lot of people by surprise. At first glance, of course, you're thinking, okay, this is going to be a big flop. And um, it will be coming out this Friday. So by the time you hear this podcast, it'll probably be Thursday or maybe even Friday. But 
Um, I, I believe that that this movie. I'm not gonna say it's, is it. I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's a blockbuster. Now, what what this movie is about? Those of you that may know, maybe have small children and and have watched either the the PBS uh, animated show called Dora the Explorer, and very good show. Um, it's a, about a Hispanic girl. Um, she goes on her adventures, pretty much you know, looking for things and and like a scavenger hunt. And it's really entertaining. Um, they teach their children about spelling um, and also just thinking through puzzles and things like that. I, I, it's, a, it's a very educational uh, show. So they made it into a live action movie. Now, you know, we're, we're kind of getting into a lot of movies that are live action. So this is just one of them. Um, surprisingly that Dora the Explorer, the series is no longer a, a currently running series on PBS anymore. But, um, I believe that it's, you know, a lot of old, older episodes that you can still check out and see and things like that. But this is basically over 10 years, you know, 10 years old for sure. I might be even longer than that, but I'm just give or take. I know it's over at least 10 years old. So it's got Michael Pena in it and a few other ones that I, that I recognize. I don't have the list in front of me, but I really think that it's going to be a great movie to go check it out uh, with your kids. And so it's a great summertime movie, I think. But um, again, I you know check out Dora the Explorer. Another one in the in the lineup for the kids. Um, I'm gonna keep his kid the kid movies. Angry Birds two that's coming out. Um, that'll be coming out pretty soon in August. I don't have an exact date, so I'm just gonna say this: these movies they're all gonna be coming out in August. I don't have the exact dates. I believe some of them are coming out like uh, the 9th of August. Angry Birds, I believe, was coming out middle, the middle toward the middle of August. Okay, and then uh, from there, um, there will be another kid movie that will be coming toward the end of August, and I believe that was called uh, Playmobil the Movie. Now, this one here, um, I seen it. I happened to see it as a trailer um, before watching another movie. And I recognize the toys. They, they're kind of like Playboy, Playmobil toys, kind of like the Lego toys. But these are different. They're not Lego toys. But um, yeah, this is this is this is a movie that's coming um, in the month of August. And then also there's this another movie, I believe it's coming out this weekend as well, called The Art of Racing in the Rain. This is getting a lot of traction. It's getting a lot of advertising and publicity. And uh, this is about a dog who basically almost in line of um, a dog's purpose. If you ever seen that movie? So it sounds like um, the dog is narrating the adventure. He gets a chance to uh, be in a family and he really discovers and finds out, you know, this is the reason why I'm here. This is the reason why I'm with you. Excuse me. The owners, the owners pretty much got the dog since they were, since he was a puppy. So, you know, you kind of, there's one of those movies where you follow the adventures of the dog. And I swear, if this dog dies in this movie, I am going to cry. Um, I am a big sucker and a softy when it comes to dog movies. And so I just want you guys to know that right now. I am definitely, I love dogs. I've always had dogs since I was a, since I was a kid. And uh, one of my favorite all-time movies, um, when it comes to dog movies, was uh, my dog Skip. And that movie, I swear, uh, chokes me up every time. 
every time I watch it, it chokes me up. So, um, highly recommend that movie. I recommend both movies actually. Okay. And, um, there's another movie that's coming up real soon. I believe it's coming either, if it's not coming this week, it's coming next weekend called The Kitchen. Um, this is going to be a pretty interesting movie as well. It's going to be about, uh, either three or four women. I think it's three women that, um, were husbands, they're, they're the wives of some mobsters. So they take it, they take a situation that's in their own hands instead of waiting on their husbands or some, I'm not exactly sure whether the husbands were in trouble, decided to take over and, and do a heist or something like that. It's some kind of weird story, but it does seem as though it follows the, like a, it's a, it's like a comic book, uh, type of movie. So, um, it has Tiffany Haddish in there. It has, um, I can't remember the other lady's name, but, uh, Tiffany Haddish, I do recognize. And there's two other women. But very, uh, it's very interesting looking movie. It looks like, uh, this like kind of really shaded type of, um, environment, more like in the, I want, I don't want to say 1930s. I would say more like in the sixties, in the sixties or seventies, I would say maybe just more like the seventies. So it, it's, it's a period piece or time piece, I guess you want to call it, but it looks really, really good. And, um, I, I don't know. I think it, I think it'll be ready. I mean, it'll be good. Okay, there's another movie that's interesting. It's actually a scary movie. It's called Ready or Not. Um, this movie looks like it's about um, a couple that decided to get married. And as they got married, um, they, they have this strange family to where the family tradition is they have to play this game where um, it's kind of like hide and seek in this whole entire old school mansion. And the the bride is in the middle of this. She's kind of like the person that everybody's kind of chasing after or something. She has to ultimately kill everybody in this movie. Um, so very kind of twisted type of movie. If you're into horror movies or scary movies like that, Ready or Not would be a decent or a, a weird or kind of a crazy movie to look at and check out. So that's, uh, yeah. That's a new one that uh, that I thought that that would be uh, mentioned that I would mention. Another one that's getting a lot of traction is called Where Did You Go, Bernadette? Um, uh, Kate Blanchett is the main character in this movie or she's the main actress in this movie. And so um, it's hard to tell. I can't really. I'm not sure exactly what this movie really is about. I think she's trying to find her purpose or these things that she was wanting to do in her life. And, um, I, it's, it's got, it's got a few, um, co, good co actors and actresses in it. And I, I think it's a pretty entertaining movie. It looks like it could be like a comedy. So, um, that one is called Where Did You Go, Bernadette? Um, the other one is called Blinded by the Light. Now, this one was interesting too because this one had to do with, um, a person that looked like it could have been like, a Fiji, Fiji, uh, actor or a family that were either Indian or Indian people, not saying Indian like a Indonesian, but like a Muslim type, but they were an entire family and they were very traditional. The main actor in this movie, he's a young, young boy and he discovered 
um, the American singer of uh, Bruce Springsteen. And so he decided to um, really take up on, you know, his music and he enjoyed his music. And then I guess he, he has problems with enjoying it among his family members and stuff. So I think that um, this was pretty interesting, too, because he starts to see the 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 I guess the the pushback that they receive from him. And so in the end, it looks as though he kind of convinces his family that, hey, you know, this is something that I feel that it has a message to. And this movie um, is inspired by the music of Bruce Springsteen. So um, it looks like it's, it looks like it could be a very interesting movie, but it's called um, it's called Blinded by the Light. Now, another one that I want to mention, too, is um, before I forget it, there's one more that I don't have. I thought I thought I had it on here. Um, there's one more called um, Don't Let Go. Um, it's really not the movie I was going to talk to you guys about, but Don't Let Go is a movie that um, is predominantly black cast. And this is a kind of a thriller, thriller type movie. It's kind of a uh, thriller drama movie. I thought it was pretty interesting. This one has to do with a mom and a dad and a daughter um, that a killer came in and killed all three of them. The uncle of the family or the uncle of the, I guess, one of the, whether the mother, mother or the father, um, basically really close to the niece. And so... Um, I guess he turns up missing. So I guess some years go by, maybe two years or so go by. Come to find out that she's alive and he doesn't understand how she's alive, but it sounds as though she, um, went through some kind of time warp or something to where the events of her disappearance or her murder, um, she actually is able to be uh be in front of those events so she may get the chance excuse me she may get the chance to be able to prevent her own murder or her own family's murder so yeah it's called uh don't let go okay so uh on to something else i want to talk about so disney plus um is a streaming service that's going to be coming out in november um it's a pretty awesome, I think it's going to be pretty awesome uh, streaming service. Now, you know, if you already, you might be familiar with Netflix and you have Hulu and there's going to be um, a ton of other streaming services. There are a lot of streaming stream services that are starting to jump into this whole new market or um, way of, of how you consume your content. Um, there is uh, talks um behind the scenes about nbc they're going to be having their own streaming service they're going to be having something to do with viacom which is going to be huge um so i expect to hear as the time goes more about that so this one here disney plus um they are responsible for having all the content from marvel from lucas films which is all the star wars content as well as um uh, ESPN stuff as well as things from Hulu too so I'm excited to, about this one um, 
Disney Plus originally announced that their their streaming service when it does launch in November that it will be the price will be $6.99 a month for tons of content. But now um, Bob Iger, who is the CEO of Disney, uh, um, announced to yesterday that uh, Disney Plus, when it does launch, will offer customers a bundle deal for $12.99, which will include Disney Plus, ESPN Plus and Hulu. Now, this I believe this is a phenomenal, phenomenal package deal. I think that this is something that you definitely want to um be aware of so if you're if you're trying to cut the cord if you're trying to um just eliminate you know eliminate your cable altogether i think disney plus is going to be a good way to go uh some of you may have to uh may get into this bundle and say you know what i like the 12.99 a month deal with get that maybe and get a a netflix subscription which netflix is still i believe it's about 12.99 so um i think that with those two things you have uh, hulu and you have disney and you have espn i mean that is wonderful um just pay for your Wi-Fi or your internet, your internet service, and you're good to go. You're saving tons of money that you normally would have been spending on your cable bill. So cable right now is like, you know, for some people is hundreds of dollars or maybe close. I've even heard people are paying or actually their bill is up to $200 for channels that they don't even watch. So cut the cord. Um, there is a gentleman that I watch um, on YouTube and he is all about uh, cord cutting. He gives you so many great tips and things to um, to, you know, cutting the cutting the uh, cutting the cord basically and saving you money on your entertainment bill. OK, so definitely wanted to kind of mention that. And so that's about all I have right now for movies and entertainment. So I'm looking forward to seeing um, what comes up next. I believe there's going to be some big movies coming up in the next month of either September or October. I do know we're going to be hearing more from Disney when it comes to um, another Frozen uh, Frozen movie, Frozen 2 movies coming. The Joker movie is coming. I can't wait to see that. And as well as the, you know, we're going to end the year with the new Star Wars movie. So the the year is going to be so just so um, packed with things. I even saw um, speaking of that, I seen a uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone it's coming back as Rambo. I believe that's coming out this year. So that's going to be another great movie to watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm 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 a Rambo I'm a Rambo fan, and you know Stallone he's been pretty cool. So. Anyways, that's about all I have right now. So hope to see you at the movies and I'll talk to you on the next one. Hey, so it's been a while since I did, um, 
anything or shared anything on tech on uh, the new tech stuff that is happening um, but trust me there is a lot of things going on in the world of tech and also new things that are coming um, let me first uh, start off by um, some news that I discovered um, have you okay I'm probably only speaking to those that are in the Sacramento area so question so have you been driving down the street and seen either these red bikes or these red scooters or um, perhaps now by now there are some green scooters well what they are is these are they call them jump bikes they're jump bikes they have uh, they're all pure red and um, they have the word jump on them so now these these uh, particular bikes are done or put out there by Uber, and it's pretty neat. Um, I've never rode on one yet, but um, from what I understand, is you download the Jump app on your on your phone, and if you want to just pick up a, a, a Jump bike, you can. Uh, basically, you pay for it. I'm not sure exactly how much it is per per minute but it's something like maybe 20 25 cents per minute or so um pretty neat little thing um i guess and then they also have the scooters as well and you pay um i guess say 10 10 cents per minute um when you're done with it you can actually park it in another location which it could be um maybe a a a um like a bike bike stall and um yeah, you can just, uh, I guess, lock it back up and for another customer that might be looking for either a jump bike. Also, they also have Lime. They call them Lime scooters. These scooters are put out by Lyft, none other than Lyft. So, um, again, this is another um, um, thing that Lyft and Uber are both doing at the same time. I guess the reason for this is because they're trying to get more people to use alternative ways of transportation instead of using their car, um, creating lower emissions, things like that. But, you know, I'll be honest with you. I am a Lyft driver myself. And, um, you know... <sighs> I'm out in the middle of it sometimes and I'm also in the middle of the um, traffic and last I've checked here in Sacramento, California it seemed like either our traffic has increased we have more cars on the road um, I just got to recently doing some rides this evening and um, yeah, the traffic out there is horrendous it's starting to get even worse so again hopefully maybe i don't know whether you know this is a a, a good alternative or not uh give me a leave leave me a message and let me know have you ever used these these bikes before um i heard i also heard that the jump bikes also are um I guess they have a kind of electric mechanism. So in other words, as you start to pump the bike, it actually um, 
it actually pushes you along, which is kind of like a, I guess we would call it a, a bike assist. So pretty interesting. Um, there's some videos on YouTube. You can check those out if you, if you're kind of curious as to what they are. But yes, um, definitely look out for those on the streets. Hopefully they're not, hopefully if you are one of them, don't ride, just ride, make sure you're riding in the designated areas and not like on the sidewalks because that is, really unsafe and you know already from what i've been hearing in the san francisco area there the the scooters are kind of getting out of hand so in other words they're riding uh i guess um they're riding them on the streets riders are riding them on the on the uh, sidewalk excuse me and uh just creating more of a nuisance than anything you know you know all these things are very good i i will say this it, it, it's it's just one of those things where you know people are trying out different things and you know if it doesn't work hopefully you know or maybe it it, it if it doesn't work basically it'll be just another flash in the pan and they'll go on to something else so also speaking of um different innovations and things um, I just uh, saw the news today. Amazon Prime is is experimenting with a robot. That is a robot that will be delivering products to your home. Now, the the type of machine that I've seen this of is not very tall. It's like a little bucket. It has three wheels on both sides. It looks like it um, it goes automatically. I'm not exactly sure how far this goes from, say, the Amazon uh, distribution center or or you know they you know where they they deliver the package from i'm not exactly sure what this is meant for i'm not sure whether it's meant to go how long of a distance is supposed to be second of all um is it going to be able to deliver your package without it being say tampered with or stolen um i know one of the things that amazon was was testing out a while back was these drones they would actually fly through the air and they would have your package now I, i'm sure this is depending on how big and how much weight the package would hold if this was going to be say drone qualified to deliver your package to your door the only thing is, along with all these other things that people that that Amazon and other companies are experimenting with, is again the reliability. Will this even work, say, in an urban, busy city like, say, Sacramento? I'm not sure. You know, people could either. Um, I'm sure people got. You know, everybody's got guns, and that'll be a topic that I'll be talking about too. But everybody's got guns or something of some nature, and they can probably either shoot it down, uh, trying to get your package, and maybe a package is coming to you through by drone, and who knows, you may not get it. So again, you know, there's all these different types of scenarios that I kind of conjure up in my head when I see, you know, you know. Um, see people doing new things so i'm not trying to be negative because trust me i love tech i love technology i love the innovation and the, even the thought process behind it but and again i'm the first to even say that hey what if you know i mean maybe they might have sat in this boardroom and they probably thought of all these different scenarios and maybe they're going to try it anyway i don't know and maybe they're hoping that the public would eventually adopt adopt it and just be another other thing within the community that will be able to deliver your packages who knows 
But all I know right now is this is where we're at in the future. This is where we're headed to. There's a lot of things that's 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 coming down the, you know, down the pathway into the future. And trust me, there you'll see a lot more here, a lot more. But back to the Amazon Prime delivery robot. So. Again, I'm not sure exactly when this is going to come out or if it's going to come out, but this is something that Amazon currently is working on. Right now, Amazon is one of the biggest companies out there when it comes to deliveries and when it also comes to when it also when it comes to entertainment. So, and I want to bring that up real quick because Amazon also has their their wonderful Amazon Fire Sticks. Some of you have them already. And, you know, again, this is another another device or thing that you can actually plug into your television and you can download uh, your Netflix, your Hulu and everything else. All these things on your television, make your TV into a smart TV. If you don't have a smart TV, what a smart TV is, is a television that already has the apps that you that you like to look at your wonderful shows on or movies like your Netflix, like your Hulu or maybe currently coming up Disney Plus or even uh, let's see Epics, HBO, uh, what else? Stars. All these different networks are going to be coming to your TV or being able to um, advertise to you as a alternate way to look at content so the amazon fire stick is a great device it's only like uh i think you can get it for like under 40 bucks um they have the hdr uh 4k version that you can get you can pick it up at best buy it's a wonderful little thing it's, it's not very big it's, it's just a small little device plug in the back of your television make sure you hook it up to your wi-fi your internet in your home and uh uh, switch it over to the input to whatever input um, that you plug it into your HDMI port on the back of your flat screen TV and you have instant entertainment now what this is meant to do is this is meant to ultimately eliminate your cable which means you can save money now uh, in the previous segment I did mention about ways that that um, you know cutting the cable costs this is one of them this is just one of them now they also have another device called a Roku Roku's are one are also another thing that you can also use as well. Just like a fire stick, uh, uh, excuse me, an Amazon fire stick. You can use a Roku device. And another third one that <clears throat> I actually currently own myself is the Google Chromecast. Now that one as well, it's a wonderful device. It actually plugs into, again, your HDMI port on the back of your television. You can actually stream all your movies, all your shows from your from your phone or say YouTube or any of those those um, properties that you have on your phone. And you can actually put your phone into a Wi-Fi mode, actually be able to cast whatever movies or photos or even music to your television. Yes. So this is a thing. And this is something that you can get right now. Now, all these devices, your Roku's and your um, your Google Chromecast and your um your fire stick tvs now they all of those are fire stick excuse me all of those devices are all different prices now they're not very expensive i know the chrome the google chromecast that i got was um i want to say it was like 35 dollars not bad not too bad you pay once you pay one time so um again the logic behind it 
is you pay one time, you don't have to pay again. As opposed to again, the flip side, if you have if you have cable, you're paying for that box, you're paying for the the DVR, you're paying for that. Most of your streaming services now, um, I'll plug in one more, uh, YouTube Television or YouTube TV, they're calling it, has has a DVR storage in the cloud. So you have ultimate DVR storage. Now, now really, when I let me backtrack, it doesn't really mean that there's ultimate DVR storage. That means that it's limitless. This. No, it is up to. I was reading somewhere in the fine print. Yes, there's fine print. I think it's like six months worth of, uh, say, DVR time. So, in other words, whatever you have, if you have it on there for six months, they are eventually eliminated. So, again, you know, I know I used to have a uh, cable and I know that they used to have like a DVR storage. You know what? What do you do? You're not really saving movies anymore. We got from, say, the VHS days, <laughs> the beta days. Some of you remember that. I remember that. And then from there to the VH- VHS cassette. And then from there, the DVDs and still. And we now we have Blu-ray. So, again, we, we, you know, we're really kind of going going into a direction now to where now it's all digital people are, are having less physical product or physical media in their homes so now they're using all digital so that's about it i have for that and then we'll be talking about the next thing um we had what you call a samsung galaxy event that happened today it was called samsung unpacked it was out of new york and they had a phenomenal presentation of all things Samsung. I'm gonna say I wouldn't say all things Samsung, but I will say the the mobile phones as well as they they announced a watch, they announced a tablet, they announced a goodness, what else was it? I think it was a laptop as well. But Samsung, just awesome, awesome. I mean. I'm not going to be I'm I'm not a bandwagon jumper. I I have an LG, but I will have to say I was very impressed with what Samsung brought out today. So let's go ahead. And if you some of you um, heard um, the Samsung Galaxy Note 10 and the 10 plus came as uh, was announced today. Now, um. There are some a lot of features that I'm going to go over, but first of all, let me just kind of go f- from backwards to forward and let you know that first of all, the pre-orders will be on are going on sale August the 8th, which is right around the corner or tomorrow. <laughs> and the sale, the actual sale or it will be available August the 23rd. OK, and the price for these, the Note 10 will be nine hundred and forty nine dollars. The Note 10 plus will be ten uh, one thousand and ninety nine dollars. And then they also have a 10 plus Note 10 plus 5G for thirteen hundred dollars. OK, so on to the the specs so the samsung galaxy 10 and the 10 plus the 10 will have the the samsung galaxy note 10 excuse me will have a 6.3 inch display the note 10 plus will have a 6.8 inch display and both of them will have it's eight millimeters thin 
Okay, your color choices in the 10 plus and the 10. So the 10 will 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 come with a white Aurora white, Aurora black, Aurora, Aurora, excuse me, Aurora go, uh, glow. And the 10 plus will have um, all those colors plus an Aurora blue. Now, the downside to some people not include not myself really but i'll explain to you why so the no um most of the note 10 and the 10 plus will not have the headphone jack now they of course they didn't they didn't make a big deal about it they didn't even mention it but all the models that we see that they were showed on the floor has no headphone jack so it comes with a it comes with earbuds also, as well as a dongle, so you have a what you call a USB-C um, uh, port to charge, and that way you can plug in that one side. It will be for the plug-in, the other side will be for a dongle, which will be um, you can have your wired wired-in headphones if you so desire. Okay, now th- there is, um, like I said, there is a uh, Samsung does have their own Bluetooth earbuds and they, and from what it looks like, they work really phenomenal. I'm not sure of the sound quality, but I don't know that the, the technology that they've been putting in these things, we're talking like very, um, light touch, you know, physical touch on the both sides of the earbuds. They are, from what I understand, water resistant, water and dust resistant, which most of your earbuds now that are coming out hopefully are should be coming out with those and then also you also have um the you know it's sweat sweat proof as well um they also come with either google assist and i'm not sure maybe bixby because i know their their um assistant is not google but it's bixby so um that's from what i understand now now um there's also then the, the camera they talked about the camera so in the 10 you have three camera lenses and so the tw- there's a 12 megapixel dual aperture main camera then you have a 16 megapixel pixel wide angle lens then you also have a 12 megapixel um telephoto lens and that's all in the me- the um galaxy note 10 then in the 10 plus you have the same thing but they've added what you call an ar lens so that's an augmented reality lens so now you know where right now they're they're you know a lot of your devices now have this augmented reality lens thing where you can take a picture and you can you know put like little doodles on it which is the one thing that they have samsung has and if you notice like a lot of people you know, post those little cat pictures or something, or maybe themselves a picture would have, say, cat ears and whiskers and eyes and stuff. Just really crazy stuff you see on the internet now. But yes, that is what you call augment, augmented reality. So if you see a lot of that on that, on the, on your Snapchats or Instagrams or stuff like that, that's what it is. So, um, the 10 plus has the AR lens. So, um, the other thing that sets apart the Samsung Galaxy Note from the Samsung Galaxy series is the S Pen. Now the S Pen is pretty phenomenal. Now I saw it where, what it was on the S9. I thought it was pretty neat and pull it out from the edge of the of your phone and it acts as a companion device. So in other words, if you want to uh, take notes with it, you can pull it out and pull the, the S Pen out and you can write on it, write notes. You can, it's a Bluetooth enabled type of device. It, 
it only works with your Samsung Galaxy Note. So it has a button on there. You can either tap it and you could um, wake up your device with that with that pen. Um, it looks like you have what you call um Looks like it was Bluetooth, but it's also gesture control. So, which I thought was really neat. They demonstrated on stage where you can, you can swipe left or swipe right and you can move the menu on your phone without even touching the phone with the S Pen. So I thought that was really neat. Um, if you're taking a picture, like say this lady, she demonstrated on stage where she put the phone on a, on a, um, like a, a tripod and had her phone on there. She stood in front of it. She wanted to uh, do the wide angles you can flip it use the s pen to flip it or flip it into wide angle lens or she can do whatever settings she would like if she wants to draw in closer she could those are several things she was able to do with the s pen and i thought that was really really phenomenal um again just having that gesture control now some of you may think oh well you know i really don't need to use that but i'm telling you this is one of those it's one of those features that I feel that some of you are going to get used to because of the fact that some of you like taking pictures or taking selfies. And a lot of times you have to sit there and swipe left or swipe right or get into the settings and stuff and get everything just right. Or, you know, like in my case, I have an LG. And what you have to do with that is if you want to take a selfie, sometimes you have to put your hand up and, you know, make it into a fist. And then it counts and then it'll start the countdown from three. And then it set it, it, you know, it snaps your picture. Now, I'm not saying it's not a bad thing, but I would, I would love to use a Bluetooth device where I can just hold my phone or put it in a tripod and just use that to maybe click the button on the side of the S Pen and, and snap, you know, use it as a shutter. I think that would be awesome. So, um, I really enjoyed that demonstration, believe it or not. So again, that's just me. I'm kind of quirky like that. So that's just me. So the next thing is the battery life. Now, this is very important. I know a lot of you out there, you know, the S9, I heard that the S9 was got okay battery life, but it still did not last all day. Now, some of you might be heavy users. So maybe this is something that might be, you know, exciting for you. So the Note 10 is going to have a 35 milliamp battery. The Note 10 Plus will have a 35, uh, I mean, excuse me, excuse me, 4300, 4300 milliamp battery. Both will have wireless fast charging. Um, you, from what um, I was told or when, what they were saying is that that you'll be able to like say you forgot to um i don't know say if you forgot to charge your phone at night you have to get up rush out the door go to work when you get to work you got to plug your phone in well with fast charging you'll have to plug it in for 30 minutes and you'll get a full day's charge out of it so pretty awesome i thought that was pretty awesome okay so the storage in these things now that's something that i like to <laughs> that i always like to um to talk about too so when you're buying these phones this is an investment so you want to have great storage you want to be able to move your pictures in there and all these other things that you like to download so the note 10 will have 256 gigabytes of storage 8 gigabytes of ram the 10 plus will have 256 gigabytes of storage or 
or 512 gigabytes. So it comes in two different types and both will have 12 gigabytes of RAM. Now they also are running, just in case you're interested, they're also running Qualcomm Snapdragon chipset inside both of them. Okay. So this is going to be the top running top running uh, thing i'm not sure i think it's uh, going to be running what i think android uh oreo out the out the box or so so whatever the latest latest um latest um iteration of android should be running that out the box okay when you buy it now um anything else about it i think that again like i said should be um pre-orders or or on up right now you can probably order it right off of samsung um the 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 site itself or wait for uh it to come through either verizon i think and t-mobile i think those are the the two carriers maybe at&t as well i'm not sure but i heard them definitely say about verizon and t-mobile so um samsung's got uh just some so many good phones that are coming out this this year alone you have a lot to choose from some that are you know budget friendly but some that are kind of expensive like the remember you know i i talked a lot about the samsung galaxy fold now that one there that that one is you know they have some problems with it they had to before they released it they had to go back in they had to they had to do some work on it so now it looks like the samsung galaxy fold is now still coming out one thing i will go back and say too that i remember that i didn't i forgot to write in my my notes about the samsung galaxy uh note 10 and a 10 plus what i what i really liked about it is i like the fact that the they finally um they finally got the the um i guess the borders or the bezels from the sides and the top of these phones you have the screen real estate is awesome from edge to edge the front facing camera is just a small little dot at the top not very intrusive at all there's no big long black um, bezel at the top of the phones like some of your phones have right now they have it they the other words the new thing now is phones are starting to become bezelless so you'll get a full screen um from this from screen to screen um just edge to edge uh screen display and it looks beautiful it looks beautiful man i mean um i'm not sure if i'm going to be getting these phones but right now i will say samsung has really hit it out the park with these phones and again i can't wait to see uh more reviews on them i'll be you know like anything you want to wait until you see not only more reviews but um also you know if you're like me wait till it comes out for a little while kind of look at it and kind of make sure that they get all the bugs out of it all the all the little things the quirks that may come when when you first you know start with a phone and stuff so again i think i i really think that they did good with this phone though so anyways um that's what i got for tech Hey, so um, I wanted to um, revisit or talk to you guys again about the, um, the the development that's been going on with Nintendo. 
so um nintendo um i guess in the beginning of the of the month of uh of august uh they were well, not in august excuse me in um <laughs> in july uh so in the beginning of july um there was some issues <clears throat> excuse me that was going on with the uh, joy cons of uh, the nintendo switch and which i have one of them i have a, a nintendo switch as uh, myself so uh they um they had a class action class action lawsuit that went against nintendo on behalf you know for you know on behalf of the customers that had joy cons and they were experiencing issues and which is considered or called the joy con drift and what that is for some of you that may not know is when um you're playing a video game and say for instance one of the characters or the just the the, the directional keypad um, that you're using, which will be a a joystick, which is played on your with your thumb, you can it can actually move without you actually moving it, and so it basically it's a a um is considered a dysfunction that's within the electrical part of the Joy-Con. So this was happening quite a bit to you know. A number of customers, which, you know, when it gets to over a certain amount, we're talking like, you know, we have, uh, you know, Nintendo Switch in the, in the United States alone has, you know, over, you know, over, over 5,000 more or even plus, which is a small number, even, even compared to what they're really, what the numbers really are out there for the Nintendo Switch. But, in saying that the problem was actually pretty, pretty, uh, pretty big. So enough to where they, you know, this became an issue for Nintendo. Well, um, they were on, uh, Kotaku, which is a gaming uh, website. Um, they were asked about the Joy-Con problem and the Joy, you know, if they were going to be able to fix it or if they were going to address the problem. Um, Nintendo and just some, I guess a, somewhat corporate way um to put it they they pretty much kind of low-key um gave an answer that was kind of a general answer like okay yeah we we value our employees i mean not employees but our our customer our customers and um you know our goal is to put out the best product now that doesn't really answer whether or not they were going to fix the problem but they Obviously, they understood the, the question. They also understood, um, that, you know, they understood that the, the, uh, that they have to address the problem. They already have heard, I'm sure they've heard of the problem because lots of people had called, you know, Nintendo support. Well, um, out of nowhere, I guess, you know, once the, uh, class action lawsuit became, ba- I guess, big enough to where they had to, um, deal with this problem, um, all of a sudden the, the Nintendo support were, um, having customers just, you know, um, send in their, their Nintendo Switch Joy Cons so that they can either, uh, be fixed right away and stuff. So, um, am I saying that, Nintendo is a bad company. No, I, I think that in this case here, I think that Nintendo was kind of like, wasn't sure whether this type of case, uh, or situation was, 
maybe a case by case or was it as big as what we thought it was. It was just, I think that Nintendo or just companies in general, they don't really react on things until they get so big that, uh, you know, th- this is like, this is got, it's not going to go away. Um, this is not a, a situation in which, you know, it's just, uh, minor, uh, what, or what they consider minor. So I don't know. I mean, I, I can't tell you whether or not this was um, purposely ignored by Nintendo or not, because it's kind of hard to tell in the whole scheme or the whole scope of things. But I know that a lot of players were annoyed, and I know a lot of YouTubers, they, they had videos on it, and they were pretty much annoyed about, you know, the Joy-Con issue and how this needs to be fixed, you know, so... It's not like they're asking to bring their joy, their, their switches back in and never play them again. The product is a very good product. So anyways, I just wanted to kind of uh, touch up on that. Now, the next thing that began to happen, um, is, um, um, also in July, well, it was announced or have been announced that they were, um, going to be releasing a two different versions of their Nintendo Switch. And one of them was more, they call it the Nintendo Switch Lite, which is a smaller version. This version or this, um, um, I guess this new style of Switch was pretty much, a, um, is pretty much one that's a full unit. So this doesn't have detachable Joy-Cons, which means that, uh, there's a few things that are missing, um, in in those that would have been in the the regular joy cons so no longer you can really call them joy cons actually they're it, you know they're actually one full unit you have a screen which is uh, a little bit smaller than the than the regular nintendo switch will be and then you have um both of the joysticks on both sides of the screen and so um they come in aqua aqua blue there's a yellow and i believe a gray and so um the price on these will be 199 which is a hundred dollars cheaper than what you would get for the nintendo switch um from where it seems like a lot of people are pretty much interested in this and um, you still will be able to play your games on it. The only, the only other negative or the downsides I would say on it is that it won't be able to be docked. So in other words, you can't dock it in a, in your regular dock like you would your Nintendo Switch and play your games on your television. This is pretty much meant to be as a, as a standalone handheld device. Um, to me, it's basically this, you know, eliminating the need to have the DS or the 2DS or the 3DS, which leads me to the next thing. My only gripe and complaint about this, um, this Nintendo Switch Lite is the fact that I believe that they could have, um, that would be nice if they could have made it backwards compatible to the point where you could play, like, say, your Game Boy, um, not your Game Boy Advance, not really going that far back, but just your, all your Nintendo DS and 3DS games, because those games there are so, um, you have such a big library of games. Um, once the Nintendo DS, uh, hit, you know, came on, or once they, you know, released that product, 
they had so many games that you can get for that system. And I really feel like that's a really missed opportunity for them to um, release a Nintendo Switch Lite without having at least an additional port um, on there that you can actually play, play uh, say, 2DS and 3DS games. I really think that's a missed opportunity. But again, I'm not the person that's making decisions and I'm not the person that's on the manufacturing floor. But, you know, they may be a lot more that goes on within side the um, the game itself or the game system itself and probably if we had done that it, we wouldn't be paying 199 it would probably be something like maybe maybe you know I can see it maybe kicked up another fifty dollars or so it could be like 250 but yeah really I I, I can in you know, just my luck or just our luck uh they may even come out with another uh game system that's like that just like the way i described it so and they'll probably sell it for 250 and they'll get a lot of people's money and that's just how nintendo does things and then nintendo has always done things they have always put out um a system say of a different color a different style a different or does something different and then people just go crazy and they'll buy multiple units. <laughs> so, um, anyways, that's just how Nintendo does. And, I, you know, it's funny because sometimes, like, I almost think that it's a business tactic. So, um, long story short, you know, on that, they, they'll be releasing the Nintendo Switch Lite, I believe sometime in this, in uh, September, which is a good, which is a good time to release it because it's right before the holidays. You know, you're, you're getting a lot of those sales that will, that will drive the market for the Nintendo Switch just on a good level for them. And, um, it, I just think it's a great, that's a great marketing, um, marketing uh, scheme i'm not sure if that's what they plan to do but september is a good month in my opinion so and then not only that but you're you're not you're not really competing so much with the switch itself okay so the next thing i wanted to mention is and it's the same thing on the nintendo switch but this time they caught the rumor was the nintendo switch pro well what it is is that it's another nintendo switch and this one is already out as well. You can actually purchase it at your stores. It's identically the same as your, as your regular switch. It does pretty much everything the same. So when, what is the differences on this? Well, they call in this V2 or version two. And what it simply is, is that it, it gives you better battery life. It actually, um, uh, operates in such a way that your fan does not have to be overpowered or doesn't heat up, you know, it doesn't, uh, get heated up as, 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 uh, fast. And so that's one of the things that you want to make sure that, you know, you know about this. Um, the processor inside this, inside the Nintendo Switch. Uh, this one is called the Miracle Processor. Uh, and it's still uh, made by NVIDIA, but this processor in this one is a little bit more powerful than the, than the one that you have originally, the original OG Switch, or the original Switch. I call it OG Switch with the original Switch. So, yeah, so 
am I saying that you should run out and get that or say, you know, is it is it the performance that much of a difference? You know, not really. You could tell, though, the, the biggest difference you can tell is the fact that you can run your game a little while longer in handheld, which you'll go from like, I think it was like four four hours or four or 4.5 or even five hours on your switch, depending on the type of game that you're playing um, to a total of like, say nine hours. So yeah, you know, it's, it's a significant difference when it comes to the battery life. If you're the type of person that um, has always played it handheld and you've played it without say charging it or keeping it on the charger or what have you, then I would say in, and this was a great, a good enough purchase for you. Then I would say, go ahead and go for it. But, um, if you really, you know, if you, you have your, your regular switch, I wouldn't spend the extra money to go out and get through know, this one because it's really, it, I'm not saying it's not worth it, but it's just, it's not worth your money and time or your effort. Now, if you want to just spend the money and get another one and say, for instance, you're trying to get it for yourself and pass down your old one to say one of your kids or your neighbor or, or a cousin or something like that or whatever you're doing, then yeah, so, so be it. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's exactly what, you know, I would do. Now, um, I want to, uh, I do want to mention, uh, oh, and then also I got a chance to, uh, let's see, there was, there's a few games that came, that dropped, uh, DC online, uh, that came out for free. Uh, that's a, that's a pretty awesome game. And then also, um, uh, super, um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the Dark Order, that, that one game, that game came out too as well. Now I know a lot of us are looking forward to, um, the Legend of Zelda, um, Link's Awakening, which is a, which is the old remake of the old, um, Nintendo Game Boy game that's actually coming to the Nintendo Switch, but it's going to be in a whole new different version, very beautifully remade. And they took the time to really just, just remake it so beautifully and the art and the art look on it is just awesome also check your nintendo eShop. there's a lot of good games that's out on the nintendo eShop right now so many i cannot really i can't really mention right now because number one i didn't take the time to 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 put everything down in those notes on that but second of all the nintendo eShop is grown to you know a just a, a, a embarrassment of riches on there. You you have so many different types of games you can play and buy. And uh, you know, I just employ your employ you that if you're a new Nintendo Switch owner, you know, um, don't be don't don't um don't count these uh, these indie games out. There's some wonderful indie games that are out. And indie games, I mean, like by independent developers. Please, you know, go check them out. Go check out these new indie games. And these, these things are, some of them are, are really wonderful. Now, admittedly, there's a, there's a few goofballs in there, meaning that there, there's a, some, some, uh, some games that are just like, you know, why? 
<laughs> you know, but um, believe it or not, there's actually some pretty good gems in there and some really good pick up and play um, games that, that some really creative developers have made. So that's really good for the Nintendo Switch has given so many people opportunities to be able to place their games on a platform and then as well as th- being discovered by gamers like us to where we can we can, you know, discover something different. So anyways, that's just something that I wanted to mention. Um, but um, recently in the news, uh, we had, unfortunately, we had two uh, mass shootings in our in our nation. We had one in um, El Paso, Texas, and the other one was in, I believe, Dayton, Dayton Ohio, and uh, got a lot of coverage, of course, you know. Um, we also have one in Gilroy, California, too, so I don't want to forget to mention that as well. But anyways, we had a total of three, but the ones that really got the, the, the attention going really, really bad is the, is the two, the last two I mentioned. And so I said that to say, um, um, normally when these things happen, um, our, our, you know, the, our media as well as people in general, whether it be government officials, um, they like to, they, everybody wants to point the finger as to who's responsible for a mass shooting. Well, one, I'm going to say this, cut straight to the chase. One, the, the person that shot the mass amount of people, they're the ones that's responsible. You know, people like to point the, point, point the finger at either it was guns or it was, it was, uh, um, maybe music, um, maybe rap music, heavy metal music, country music, whatever they want to point the finger at. And the other thing is they want to either point the finger at, at video games. And the reason why I mention that, cause this is a video game segment and I want to, um, kind of address this issue real quick. First of all, you know, anytime that things like this happen, people like to, um, they like to, you know, use something as a scapegoat. And, you know, this may, this, my statements may make you, may be a little controversial, but this is just my thoughts. And this is also the way I'm feeling about the situation at hand right now. So, you know, people were mentioning uh, video games and entertainment too. They weren't just mentioning video games, but they were also putting in music and in, in the entertainment industry as well. Here's the thing. Um, if that was the case, we would have a lot more shootings like this. Second of all, when they did catch the killer, um, or yeah, when they did catch the killer, um, and then they looked at the things that he was involved with had nothing to do with video games. Okay. Yes, we have a lot of, um, violent video games. They, there's a lot of them out there. Xbox, Sony, you know, Mark, uh, and also, uh, Nintendo, really not as Nintendo as much, but the, the major two, they do carry a lot of the video games like that. Um, we're talking like Call of Duty games. We're talking, you know, uh, Resident Evil. We're talking, you know, just a lot of things, maybe Assassin's Creed, um, things like that. And, and even if we want to go further down the rabbit hole on that to get even worse with, uh, say, like Mortal Kombat, you know, which is one of the worst of the worst. Okay. So, and I, am I saying that, um, that, uh, uh, you know, am I saying that the video games, uh, are causing this? Well, first of all, you know, yeah, if it was, 
if if it's a, a massive amount of people playing these games and they're going out and they're killing people, then I say yes, maybe this is linking to the games. There's not enough evidence, and there won't ever be enough uh, enough evidence. Video games has been out for years. I am 49. I know. I I don't want to give. I didn't want to give my age away, <laughs> but I'm 49 years old. Okay, and um, I've been playing video games from the time I was. Oh God, maybe say seven, eight years, eight years old, maybe, maybe a little bit younger than that. Um, but again, violent video games. I mean, you know, here's the thing, parents, you know, I'm talking to you. There's a difference between, uh, fantasy and fiction to your kids. So when they're watching a movie, when they're sitting down at a television show, when they're playing a video game or, or what have you, I mean, you know, other words, there's a difference between f- fantasy, what is real, and what is not, and I think that that's that's really the the issue at hand on that. Am I saying that uh, a kid can't, you know, be influenced by a video game? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just throw the whole thing out and say it can't, it can't happen. But I am saying that this problem is may is bigger than just video games. It's it's not even matter of fact. This here problem that we're dealing with right now is bigger than in video games and has really has nothing to do with the games. So, you know, to hear them say that, you know, on on television, it's just like, no, that's that's a big fat error. Okay, it's it's not. Otherwise, it's not correct. Okay, so again, we you know we gotta we gotta take a step back and and look at. and, and really look at it, okay? The person or the persons used a gun. Okay, let's just, let's just call it what it is. They used a gun and they used a semi-automatic weapon, which means that, you know, this weapon um, not only was used in such a way to kill all these massive amount of people, but massive amount of people in a short time. I mean, I, I remember um, just more recently as of say i guess it's been over a year ago but in vegas you know there was a gentleman that had lots of guns and he was just he went to vegas and he shot up a bunch of people in vegas during a concert i mean did it have to do with video games no but it has to do with people in their mindset about about guns and and when they when they're able to get access to them people are also saying about mental illness and you know that could be something that we can touch on but in my opinion if they have access to a gun if i'm sorry about that (laughs) if they have access to a gun um then that's the major problem right there okay don't let it be um that the fact that oh yeah you know they're they're mentally deranged i've heard even our president talk about that you know these are sick sick people well you know what not all people that are that are out there shooting a bunch of people like that are sick and and things that they're sick in one sense that you know who would want to kill life but at the same time i mean come on there's a bigger issue here and the problem is is that you know the NRA, just like the cigarettes, uh, the tobacco industry and any other industry that gets money and, 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 and really is making huge amount of money off of the products that they sell, they don't want to get rid of it.
and that's that's including guns. Now, I know it's kind of morbid to think about, but, you know, unfortunately, they really don't. They really, in my opinion, they really don't care whether it's a bunch of people being killed because for them, as long as they're lining their pockets with money, then it doesn't matter to them. So that's just my thoughts, man. I know, you know, it's probably going to be some some of you out there that's going to disagree with me. And that's fine. I'm okay with that, but it's just that um, we we gotta, in my opinion, video game, video games. In my opinion, in my viewpoint, it's not. It's this is not the this is that's not the answer. And the only reason why I wanted to bring up video games because you know there's a broader discussion that I was watching on the news as well. But video games is not the the, the culprit in this in this situation, and really it's not the culprit in a lot of situations where you have people just. I mean, grabbing a gun or guns and, and just going out and shooting massive amounts of people, not behind a, a video game. Now, am I saying again, let me let me just make myself clear. Am I saying that the video game that the video games can't cause someone to do something crazy? I mean, there are some people that there are things that that they do or people do that they can't handle. And if that person is one of them, they can't handle uh, uh, playing a, a video game without going crazy or without doing something. Then, yeah, that needs to be monitored. Uh, that needs to be monitored. The bottom line is watch your watch your 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 watch the person you're around. Watch the signs. That's the one. That's the only thing that I really agree on. Watch the signs. Watch how they are behaving. If they're showing signs of either, um, you know, wanting to uh, to kill themselves or kill other people, then that's what you want to watch. You want to be, you know, it's the same thing with people committing suicide. You need to watch the signs. If you don't watch the signs and paying attention to people, then guess what? You know, this thing, these type of things will happen to us unaware. Okay. So again, I'm not saying that even, even that, I'm not saying that that will stop the, stop the violence. The bottom line is they are picking up a gun. They're picking up a weapon, you know, and I've even heard the, well, (laughs) listen, I'm not gonna go into any more of this because I can really go down the rabbit hole on this and 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 this is this podcast is not even about politics, it's about video games. So again, I just wanted to mention that in there and, and, and bring that up. But you guys have a wonderful day. I, I really enjoy talking to you guys and really kind of like you know sharing not only my thoughts and stuff, but just rambling about the new things that are coming out. So that's all I have. Hey, so um, I want to first of all thank everybody once again for um, just listening to my podcast. And so um, I really want to appreciate everybody that's been listening and responding um, to the podcast as well. This is uh, something that I enjoy doing. And so I really, excuse me, I really appreciate um, all the listener support that I've been getting. And so, um, this is pretty much, um, the end of this episode. And, um, you can find me on, um, my different social media, 
um, where you can leave me a message or leave me a note uh, saying that you enjoy listening to the podcast. Um, I'm at Facebook um, at uh, Facebook at uh, Black Nerd 46. I'm also on uh, Instagram, um, Facebook. I mean, excuse me, Instagram at uh, Black Nerd for you at at Instagram, and then also um, on my Twitter it's uh, Larry Lee at Black Nerd. So, um, also you can find me um, on Anchor on my Anchor app, which is uh, Anchor.fm for slash um, Black Nerd dash forty six. So, in, in all those um, those ways, you can find me. Um, B-L-K-N-E-R-D Now you can also listen to this podcast On a number of different Area podcasts that you can catch me on You can catch me Or you can uh, look me up On iTunes if you have iOS phone um, I'm on iTunes Or I I, I guess it's iTunes um, I'm on there I'm on uh, Apple Basically, Apple Podcasts is what what you were, where you would find me. Also, you can find me on Google Play, uh, Google Podcasts, I believe it is. You can catch me on Spotify. Um, that's the one I really I, I recommend highly. On that, it's a link to that, and then also uh, iHeartRadio. You can also uh, check me out on Pocket Cast, Overcast, uh, Podbean, Stitcher. Um, Overcast, I think I said overcast. So those are quite a few other different places that you can also catch my podcast on. So again, I want to appreciate everybody that's been listening. Hey, listen, um, just real quick. I want to also, you know, if I didn't mention it before in some of the segments, I probably did in the last segment that you heard, but, um, please keep the people that were, um, in, that are in El Paso, Texas, also as well as Dayton, Ohio, and Gilroy, California. Keep those people in prayer. Keep them in your prayers because, you know, gun violence has no place in our in our communities, has no place in our nation. And this is a big issue. This is something that we do need to address, and this is something that um, that needs to be. Um, they need to. Um, in other words, people need to. Um, really kind of take a hold of this situation because all, because we're talking people's lives are being killed and not just, you know, people, we're talking kids, we're talking adults, you know, just a life in general, period, is being taken away uh, just out of, just randomly. And that's not, that's not a good thing. So definitely keep the people um, in the communities in prayer. Second of all, I will go and say this, and this is what I will say, is that, yes, if you see something suspicious, you see something that doesn't look right, call the police. Call the police. Let law enforcement know that, you know, something doesn't seem right. Um, maybe, you know, you know, kids or teenagers watch other teenagers, you know, um, going to high schools. You know, school is starting up real soon for a lot of people right now. And we want to make sure we stay vigilant. We want to make sure that we don't know whether people are under stress, whether they're stressing out over their life or the situation. Maybe a lot of people are stressing out in their in their marital uh, situations or, or what have you. So there's just so many things we can't really call it, but we just know that when it happens, when violence happens, it's just devastating, regardless of what the problem is. Whether a problem is trying to kill them, kill themselves, or 
or they're having issues or maybe they're they're upset with the politics and the rhetoric that is going on in this country. So, again, just keep these people in prayer and stay vigilant and watch and just be prayerful and watch. So not just be prayerful. I'm definitely one that's a, that uh, I'm a Christian and I do believe in prayer, but I also believe in staying vigilant, being watchful and having common sense and looking and, and just looking around you, not just, you know, saying, oh, well, this is not my problem. Yeah, it is your problem. This is everybody's problem, especially when, you know, people are getting getting their lives cut short okay so again be watchful be mindful third thing i want to mention is uh today is our homegoing celebration for bishop yardley wendell griffin senior he was definitely a, a wonderful pastor wonderful pastor in the community here in sacramento california i want to just give a shout out or a con uh, just my condolences again to the entire entire family the griffin family um as they will be celebrating the homegoing of their father um today and so again just uh, keep the family in prayer if you know them personally you know uh, and you plan on attending um, I believe services are going to be starting today um, as you listen to this podcast uh, at 10 a.m. Um, again go out celebrate be a support of uh, of the family and, and things and um, just to celebrate uh, the home going, going of a wonderful man of God who left a wonderful legacy for a lot of people that were you know that that were searching for Christ in their life so again I just wanted to kind of you know piggyback on that I know I'm, I did a podcast specifically in dedication to um bishop griffin because he was a very effective and very um he was used of god in my life as well so um again if you didn't get a chance to listen to that uh podcast it's actually um not a part of this podcast it's a part of a what's called bible cast so this is something new that i'm doing um, i'm actually separating my my um scriptural stuff from my my tech news and movies and and uh, video games so uh, kind of shortens the podcast a little bit but this one unfortunately it was a little long but again i just wanted to um mention that you guys have a wonderful wonderful week stay cool um the weather is getting better and um again pray for those that are going back to school um you know so just take it easy and and enjoy life and enjoy enjoy yourself and your family and i'll be talking to you guys next time later <laughs>